Hey guys, it's Dr. Childs here, and today is topic number 14, and it's going to be all about how to exercise when you have thyroid problems, and we're going to be talking about what types of exercises you, you can do, um, how often you should be exercising, and a lot of information such as that. So let's kind of jump in here, and I want to start off by talking specifically about resting metabolic rate or your metabolism and how this sort of fits into exercise. And so I'm going to be breaking down just some numbers here. We're going to go through this real quick. So don't get too stressed out if you're not big into math because these are very easy numbers to sort of deal with here. So as an example, I want to take uh, just a generic uh, amount of calories that somebody burns each day and we'll, we'll label that as 2000. So of that 2000, I, I want you to think in your head, how much do you think you can actually impact by increasing the amount that you exercise. And we don't have to we don't have to guess, we actually have numbers. So when we look at different things, specifically metabolism, metabolism accounts for about 70% of this total value of 2000 or about 1400 calories. Now, what is metabolism? Metabolism is otherwise known as resting energy expenditure or resting metabolic rate is a compilation of numerous factors which such as your resting heart rate, the amount of energy that your muscles produce, just your digestive tract, breaking down nutrients, breathing, thinking, all of these things. These are just necessary things that you have to do each day, and it costs energy to do this. And in fact, the majority of the amount of calories that you burn each day, in this hypothetical example, it's well over half. It's about 70%. There's some estimates from 50 to 90, but we just went with somewhere in the middle just for the sake of this. But the majority of the calories that you burn each and every day has nothing to do with the amount that you exercise. It has to do with your body just staying alive. Now, what's interesting is your thyroid is responsible for about 60% of this or 840 calories. And the reason I bring this up is because I want to ask you a question. Would you rather, or do you think it's better to just take thyroid medication and increase this value as opposed to trying to increase the small 30% value or 600 calories? And so that's where, that's where I just want you to have this information, just to know that the majority of the calories you burn is not from... Uh, exercising, it comes from your metabolism and your thyroid is responsible for the majority of that. All right. And this is important. But does exercise help? Absolutely. It absolutely does help. But I think that it helps more in its ability to modulate your hormones than it does to increase the amount of calories that you burn. And it does this by increasing the amount of your muscle mass, which is going to go right back up here and increase your metabolism. And also, we, it will help a little bit. It'll help the total amount of calories that you burn. So it is going to help in that way. However, you have to be careful of over-exercising and um, under-eating or diet calorie restriction. And so just as an example, just a reminder here, it, let's take the 200 2,000 calorie example, if you eat 1,500 calories, like most people would tell you, you would think you would lose weight, and you will. Um, however, it comes at the cost of damaging your metabolism and your thyroid, which leads to weight gain. And so it's, it's a bad combination. Do not do this if you have thyroid problems. I've talked about it before in other um, lessons that we've talked about, but do not do this. Okay, but let's go back to exercise just for a minute. If you have questions about this, leave them below. Um, I didn't want to get too, too uh, nitty-gritty with it. Um, but I wanted to at least mention this because you can't really have a conversation with exercise without talking about metabolism. So let's talk a little bit about um, exercising. Should you exercise if you have thyroid issues? Is exercising going to cause damage to your, to your adrenals and impact your cortisol and, and so on? Um, the answer the answer to should you exercise if you have thyroid issues is yes. But what you have to realize is the amount and the type of exercise that you need to be doing is going to be different from individual to individual. 
All right, we already know that exercising increases your muscle mass and it can, which can help your metabolism, but you have to be careful because over-exercising, as I just explained, causes damages or causes damage to that metabolism. So you generally don't want to exercise with the sole intent of losing weight. If you do that, that's kind of a recipe for disaster. And the reason for this is exercise causes a little bit of stress and a little bit of harm to your body and your adrenals. We know this, right? That's just how it works. When you want to build your muscles up, you do a little bit of weight training, you damage them, and then they, they heal back and they heal back stronger than originally. Everybody knows that. It's just kind of how it works. The problem is, what if your body can't tolerate this extra exercise? What if you're having issues because your thyroid is causing reduction in energy and your cortisol and other hormones are out of whack? Will, will exercise still be beneficial? And the answer is, it depends on you and your body because doing too much Trying to trying to out-exercise your thyroid to lose weight is a bad, bad thing to do and will cause that metabolic damage. So that means you kind of have to match the amount of exercise you do to the amount of energy that you have in your body. And so as long as you're doing this, there's not, there's not a harm or a risk to damaging your adrenals in the process because you're going to be giving your body the amount that it needs, okay? So first of all, there isn't a best exercise or a best way to exercise that every single person with thyroid um, can do. And so I don't think that that's the way that you would be thinking about it. But I do think that you can split it up into two sort of main categories here. And the first is high intensity interval training. And the second is low intensity interval training. Now the amount that you do of each really depends. And so I'll give you a couple guidelines and we'll talk about some of these exercises here. But what I, re what I generally recommend is that you want to start with the amount of started at a very low rate and then increase that rate as you tolerate it. And what does tolerating it mean? Tolerate means that after you energize, after you exercise, your body is energized. Okay. Cause normally it should feel good after you exercise. I don't know if you guys can remember back, you know, when you felt better, but when you were in your sort of normal state and optimal health and optimal thyroid, exercising was actually an energetic thing. It, it made you feel better. You had more energy to do your tasks. It gave you mental clarity. Now, Thyroid patients, what they tend to do is they tend to overexercise and then they become fatigued. So if you start exercising and then, you know, let's say you jump into high intensity interval training and then you're, you know, you're tired for three days afterwards, that's how you know it's too much for your body. Okay. If it's too much because it's causing more harm than good at that point. So how do you, so how do you start? And you, you can read through some of these things here. Um, but I, but this is kind of generally just a, a basic way uh, to think about starting. So, Generally, I do think most thyroid patients can tolerate some amount of high-intensity interval training, uh, but they need to start with one to two times per week, all right? And the, the intensity of that training, it, the whole goal there is just to get the heart rate up. I'm not going to talk about specifics here with time, but starting about one to two and uh, attempting to get that, uh, increase that intensity so that it impacts your heart rate and you're feeling good and you're not feeling more fatigued at the end of it. From that point, you can kind of increase the amount that you're doing up to probably no more than two to three times per week. And I'm talking 15 to 20 minutes to start with. So not a lot. Um, and when you do this, you're going to want to target the big major muscle groups in your body. So that's um, the, the back and the legs, your shoulders and your chest generally. If you hit these, these uh, muscle area or these muscle groups, you'll have the biggest impact on your metabolism because those are the highest that they have the, the most muscle mass in your body for, uh, compared to other things. Like you don't want to waste time on your triceps um, and your biceps. They're just small compared to your back or your legs. Okay. Um, then the other thing is you want to combine this with some element of low intensity interval training. So this is just like walking and hiking and biking, doing things around the house, yoga, swimming, because, you know, swimming can obviously be high intensity, but it doesn't have to be. So you want to combine the low intensity with the high intensity. And that's how you'll, that's how you'll figure out what your body needs. Now, one other, one other thing that's worth mentioning here is that 
when you're exercising, you can actually improve the effectiveness of the exercise um, by combining things like like you'll probably see on other websites such as caffeine or thermogenics. I generally recommend against that sort of thing if you have thyroid issues. The reason is they just increase the demand and the stress on your body. And if you're not sure how much you could be how much exercise you can be tolerating right now, it's just better to stay away from those type of things. However, one beneficial thing worth mentioning here is at the end of or at the conclusion of your exercise, um, you can combine it with either intermittent fasting or getting in a sauna. And what that'll do is it'll increase the amount of um, detoxification that occurs, the amount that you're sweating, and the amount of calories that you're burning. Um, but again, you, you can consider combining those things. I won't get into the, the, the nitty-gritty of those either because we're just in, we're just introducing these topics here for now. Um, but they can be combined and they can you can do that successfully um, without causing more harm than good. So if you want to come back um, to this this article, you can read more about this, um, but hopefully this is helpful, uh, especially this sort of document here because exercise is helpful, but think of it not in how it impacts your calories, but think of it how exercise impacts your hormones because that's affecting how your body is burning and utilizing energy. So that's pretty much all I have for today. If you guys have any questions about this topic, I know it's a really complex topic. We could spend a lot more time on it, but if you have any questions, leave that, leave them below and I'll do my best to, to get to them and to answer them. But otherwise, I'll see you guys in the next one.